Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode here of About Faith. Today, uh, I have one of my longtime friends. We go, I don't know, it's, it's way back now. We're getting old, so <laughs> we're getting pretty old now. So I was going to say it ain't too far back, but it's been almost 20 years, man. Over 20 yeah. years, right? Almost 20 years. It's yeah, it's, we're there. A long time ago, man. Um, have my good friend, uh, Dominion Small. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. Um, can't complain at all. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yeah. excited. Yeah, excited. I'm glad you decided to join us and um, share your testimony with us. You know, I feel like, like they say, uh, we have a saying around our church, good testimonies build faith. So, you know, it helps yeah. a lot of uh, people, you know, especially to hear someone else, you know, how God brought them out of situations and God helped them. You never know who's on the wrong path and how your testimony may you know, help them to see God and come to God first. And, you know, even people that are already saved may help them, encourage them with something that they're going through. So I'm glad that you stopped by to, you know, share with us your testimony. So uh, I jump right in, man. I'm pretty, I don't like beating around the bush. Is that okay with you? That's fine. Let's do this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, so we'll start off with, you know, just like tell us a little bit about yourself, who you from, like, what was your, total upbringing like all right um from salt lake city utah so i always i'm always talking to you about the jazz you know that's why <laughs> born in utah um my my upbringing was was uh a lot different from a lot of people you know yeah. I, it wasn't um i didn't grow up with my mom or, or my dad i grew up you know with my grandparents and you know my mom was you know in and out of in and out of my life um for the majority of my life so i grew up with my grandparents and um, sometimes, you know, when my mom, she had her life together, she would, you know, she would come get us to come live with her. We lived a lot of places. Um, we lived in, you know, Colorado Springs. We lived in um, Seattle, Washington, um, Tyler, Texas, um, a lot of different places. And um, eventually, like, I always came back to live, live with my grandparents because, you know, I always felt like more like safe and like comfortable with them versus like my mom. Yeah, I just like never knew what was going to happen so i always just end up going back you know to to stay with them how was that was that rough like as a child you know especially yeah. a lot moving around uh doesn't sound very stable like what was it like on your i guess men mental it was mental. like i guess when you're a kid you don't really like you know like you don't really like understand but at the same time it's like they're just moving from place to place and, you know, like, you know, my grandparents, it was like more safe with my mom. We were like, we were living in the hood. We were living all kind of crazy places, Section 8, you know. You know, back then they had those uh, food stamps that were like colored and everything. We're going to start yeah. food stamps and stuff. And it was just like, so like, you know, my grandparents, it was more safe. My mom, it was like, you know, only the strong survive, you know. So yeah, it, was yeah, like, yeah. it was a lot going on. I get it. I get it. And you said that with your grandparents. So was like moving around, was there any like inkling of church or spirituality or God ever happening in your life? Well, well, I always tell people like no one, no one ever like, well, a lot of people don't know, know this about me. Like we went to like two churches. We went to, we went to this Baptist church where like, you know, they'd be like, you know, hooping and hollering and stuff. And, and I didn't know what was going on. And then, you know, being in Utah, you know, um, a Mormonism is huge there. You know, that's yeah, where you know yeah. started. So we even went to a Mormon church too, right? So I was getting like, you know, you know the, you know, all, all the Baptist stuff, and I was getting all all the Mormon stuff. So like, 
you know, I was young then, so I I, I didn't know the difference. I was just, hey, you know, my uh, grandma, when like when I heard her get up on um, on Sunday mornings early, I knew we were going to church. You know, I was like, yeah. you got to go to church, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where did y'all so win? I mean, did you eventually, I know you said Tyler. So how did you, because I, I met you in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So how did you end up settling in and just in Dallas? Um, it's kind of like a crazy story, but like, actually me and my um, grandma came to visit my, uh, my mom and my sisters and my little brother. Right. Yeah. And they were in Irving. So, um, we ended up going out there just to visit. Cause I was supposed to go back to uh, Utah, but yeah. then like, you know, I started having fun, you know, with them. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go back. And then like, my grandma was like, okay, you don't got to go back. So like she left and then like I called her to fly me back and she did not fly me back. And I was I was heartbroken. <laughs> so you ended up just staying here. I ended up just staying. And I guess you know, so what happened like throughout the your childhood, like when what was it just I guess going from there, like what ended up bringing you to know God like after life? I know life happens and a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. Um, what happened? All right, so I'll be totally transparent, like um, and, and I think you know this and you, and you know, my, and you know, my, um, uncle as well. So like mm-hmm. for a while we were in, um, foster care and like a, a children's shelter. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, we were there for like 60 days or so. Mm-hmm. And then my uncle, he stepped up and was like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take them in, you know, to my home. And, um, yeah, so we ended up going with him and then, Eventually, my my younger sister, me and her, we were both going to go into LMCA, but she ended up going back to Utah with my uh, grandmother and my little brother, you know, wanted to go stay with his dad and Tyler. So it was just me, you know, um, just me, you know, there with my uncle. And, um, you know, you know, we started he like he was going to uh, full gospel for like a long he like forever. So he was like, hey, you're coming to church. I was like, cool, you know. So I just ended up going. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, that's a good man right there, man. So I was able to, and uh, somebody that I still, you know, talk yeah, he's, to this day, and awesome man who will pray with you in a heartbeat. And yeah, he's, you know, he's awesome. He he's the one who introduced me to um, salvation. I remember, like one night we were leaving a church because you know I think it was um, Sunday night service. You guys have, yeah. And, and he was like, "How do you feel about salvation?" And I was like, yeah, you know, I like saving money. <laughs> and he was like, no, about salvation of the Lord, you know, with the Lord. I was like, yeah, it's cool. You know, like if anyone's ever met me, I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of like measured and kind of quiet about stuff. He, I was yeah. like, yeah, it's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah. What did he say after that? He was just like, you know, he would just try to like, you know, teach me stuff. And he always had this like, this like godly wisdom about him you know so i just you know um i watched his life and then um just watched everything you know that he did and then i was just like man like i want to be like that because you know i I never had like a like a like a huge father figure you know i'm in my life for a long time you know so i was like man you know i want to be just like him and being just like him you know he you know i saw christ in him you know, so I, I just like, yeah, I want to be just like my uncle because, you know, he was, you know, um, emulating God to me, you know, emulating, you know, the Lord to me. Right. Right. And that I mean, that is true. Like, it's good to it's good when you have those people around that you can see, see Christ in them. And you can see, like, it's not it's not fake. Like they're one way 
when everybody's around and another way when nobody's around. Yeah. Like, it's good to be able to see somebody that's always the same in the like this is real it's real for them <laughs> like you know yeah, it was always the same and then even the bible talks about you know um you know uh, um, follow me as I, as i follow christ so you know i you know that's what i always thought of my um uncle as you know just a, a great example for for anyone yeah i love it and so when did you finally decide like what brought you to like you know i'm gonna give my life to god like you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to repent of my sins and I'm going to say, you know what, God, I'm going to serve for you. I'm going to serve you. Well, um, I think when you're like when you're like a teenager, like I think you, you, you kind of try to do it on your in your own, you know, strength, you know. So, right, right, right. Um, you know, when, when I was a teenager, I tried, but, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, you know, this seems like a good thing. But it wasn't until I actually moved to um, to a Florida where I actually, you know, experienced God and, and got saved for real. You know, um, we were um, going to this church and like, I'm not going to lie, like, I don't want to be saved. I didn't care. I was just like, you know, they just want some money or something. You you, you know how the world thinks about the church sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, they just want some money or this, this and that. But I was going to this church and, um, you know, they were always just so kind and nice and, um, you know, and loving. And I was going there. I still don't want to be saved. And then, like, I kept going and going and going. And then. Um, I found myself like helping. I'm like, you know, helping them move stuff, volunteering my time, you know, doing all kind of stuff. And then um, one day um, I just surrendered and I, I went to the altar and then my uh, my old pastor came up to me. He was like, the Lord told me you were going to get saved today. And also that he was going to bless you this week. So, you know, I was like, OK, yeah, sure. You know, I'm just let me just do me. And then like. A few days later, like, you know, because at that time I was looking for a job hard and like a few days later, like a job called me. And then after that, I was like, OK, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got you were in, all in at that point. I yeah, think. you know, that, that that's literally all it took, you know, and I think a misconception is that people always say something has to happen to you to, for you to get saved. Like it doesn't, nothing has to happen to you to, you know, nothing bad has to happen to you. Just, you know, right. just, right. you know, give the Lord a try. Right. Right. You know, I feel like I've told, I tell people that so often uh, when I go out to like, you know, uh, street, you know what I mean? Like witnessing and uh, just trying to let people know, that we, what we're supposed to do right proclaim jesus right uh, so um i tell people all the time i'm just like man we've, you'll give you'll give people a try over and over again people that have misused you mishandled you your kid mm -hmm. you'll continue to give them a try how many times have you given people a try you know you get right. the answer like a lot i'm like you'll give bad schemes a try to try to make money. <laughs> like you'll give like you know what i mean like people will give everything a try like in this when they think naturally but when it comes to Jesus, like people don't want to give him a actual try. I've even talked to people who gave Jesus like I gave him an ultimatum. Like if he don't make like make my yeah, life great within 90 days, I was like, you put God on probation. Like, what kind of, <laughs> I like, I'm like he's under no obligation to make you rich in 90 right. days. Like I, was like I was like, that's not how that, that works. I was like, and then like at that point, you come in with ulterior motives. You're not even choosing yeah. him of your own or like you're choosing him based off of like conditions like if you do this that's, this that's this this and this and that's 
Like you put you put God on a work probation. Like that's not, no, that's not how it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if you come to Him genuinely, genuinely, you will see like the actual fruit, and you will see like God really bless your life. Like you said, you got saved, and then He told you. Like, you know what I mean? Like hey, you gotta get blessed. Like God showed me, and then you saw. God immediately turn around and bless your life within a, in that same week. When you're same sincere week. with God, you know what I mean? He, he'll he be sincere with you. Uh, how did you feel after you finally gave your life to God? Like what, what changed? What you feel? I, I felt like I felt peaceful because like, I think when you're in the world, you have like a, like a carnal mentality, like, you know, Hey, I'll just be like a good guy and just like take care of stuff and be good to people which only works to a certain extent, but you know, you know, with the Lord, you just have like, like a piece about yourself. It's like, you're no longer like running and, and, and check this out. And, and for those who may be listening or those who, you know, who may not be saved, um, you know, it just comes a, a point in your life where you just, you just want that peace. You just want just, you know, you want your life to be different. So, you know, that, that's why I felt, I felt so much peace and so much joy. And I, I felt like this is where, where I belong because like, you know, you know, like sometimes we like, you know, when we were in the world, we want to fit in and do this and that. Like I never fit in anywhere. I never did. Yeah. I mean, we fit, we were pretty close, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you say. Uh, like, and that's, I mean, I've been there too, where you're like, I don't fit in anywhere. Like mm-hmm. it's not until you feel, you answer the call of Christ and you just like where that whatever that void is that you're looking for, it seems to get filled. Yeah. Feels that that void that you where you like you're out searching for something and you yeah. don't even realize what you're searching for. <laughs> it's like I just know that there's a void somewhere yeah. and I need to fill it. And sometimes you didn't realize what you need to fill it was right there in front of you the whole time. You yes. Oh uh, and we know, we know. After you get saved, it doesn't just like stop right there. Like we have the Bible tells us, we have an adversary. <laughs> like you know what I mean? That's going to continue to try to make us, you know, renounce living for Christ. Going to make us try to go back on that. And and then Jesus tells us, right in the world, you're going to have tribulation, but He yeah. tells us we can be of good cheer because He's overcome the world. So yes. I mean, we understand that there are going to be trials that come, but you know, we can hold on. He's already told us we can have like victory over all of those things but so are there any like specific situation or trial that you had that you don't mind sharing with people oh, man. That, that maybe you can encourage them uh something uh that you know along the way and that you dealt with um i'm gonna say this one because i believe like sometimes as christians we kind of shy away from this topic but i actually you know um, i went through all like i was married before you know, and I went through like uh, a divorce and things were crazy and stuff like that. And that was like a big trial on my life. Um, it was it was it was difficult. But at the same time, like I knew I knew the Lord was there and I knew that everything was going to be OK. Um, it was it was tough, man. I was um, divorced. I didn't have a job and I was staying at somebody's house on top of that. So, you know how hard that is in somebody's house. It's like. <laughs> I was just going through it. It was a storm, man. It was like everything came at one time and I was just like, what am I going to do? But I, I actually just, just went silent. Um, um, I just, I really just prayed like all the time. Like I was in like, in, like in these, um, on this couple's like house, I just, just would pray in the room 
for like hours a day, just like crying out to God, like not crying just to like help me, just crying out like, you know, I want you to be, you know, e even more real in my life. And um, it really just like changed everything at that point. Like he really came through and just made everything happen. That's a that's a blessing. Were there any particular scriptures that you were standing on during that time? And I, I stood on Psalms 91. I stood on um, Corinthians like 4 and 18. Like I was just like I, I was literally everywhere in the Bible looking for any type of like encouragement, anything where I you know thought that God could just help me in that situation. And he did. And I'm like when I'm telling you, I like read like I read and I prayed like all the time because, you know, I might have a job, so, you know, so I got I got let me get let me get even more even more serious, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you like what like you know, like I'm not working, so why not also yeah. give God this extra time? Like it was I a should, lot of time. You know what I mean? Like I should give him all this time. Did you feel like the strength him giving you strength during that time? It, or? it changed it, that 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 trial changed my life. It changed my life like how so like, I could like feel feel the Lord like everywhere I went for like for months and not like, you know, there's like different like ways he comes like, well, to me, but I always felt like a, like a, like a sensation on my, like on, on my head. And like, when I knew he was around, I was just like, right. okay, he is around, you know, he is here. It's like that sensation just happened all the time. Then like, it got to a point where like, if I didn't feel it, feel it, I'd be like, God, where are you? Where are you? But I knew he was always there, but you know, I think sometimes, you know, when we're babes, we want the, you know, the, um, the uh, outward feeling versus the internal feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. That's great. And I'm glad to, were there any songs though? I was asked people, you know, I, I mean, I know we stand on the word of God and praying and all of that but you know sometimes the song could help massage you a little bit <laughs> while you're going through you know they did like i really didn't know what to actually listen to because like uh -huh. there's so much so like, i was like you know i'm listening to what to what my uncle listened to. he's like there's like some um um john p key um wash me hey those old school songs they will carry you over i'm telling you <laughs> they will get you through a trial it was like I'll listen to all the old school stuff like um um, um Richard Smallwood and okay, you know, okay. I'll, I'll listen to all the old school stuff. It brought me through. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We usually get I used to ask most people and they would give me they like they would talk, they would mention how Fred Hammond or something with Fred Hammond. And I was like, they like, you know, back in the 90s, Fred. So they always went to the old school. Oh, you, and, you have to with Fred. Yeah. But it, like, cause I know my uncle always like he always listened to him too. So I saw him, but like his music would like would kind of give me like a, like a little drowsy a little bit. So I need something like more upbeat to like keep me yeah. like in the race. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, and me growing up, my mom she loved the Williams Brothers, so she could listen to those old quartets all the time. And then when I came to Christ, I found myself. Let me get me some. <laughs> <laughs> so old school song. They, yeah. they got something on them that just like gets you through. You're like, I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, man. There during this time though, I mean, now that you've been on the walk with Christ, how have there been any like spiritual heroes in your life or friends that have imp had a big like impact on your life on your walk oh, with Christ? Oh yeah, of course. You know, um, of course, I'm gonna say uh, my uh, brother Tyreen just. Um, seeing seeing his life and seeing you know how just um, um, consecrated he is to the Lord and just see just just how he lives and how 
genuine he is. I've never seen someone who's just so genuine about everything and, and who, who also just like loves the Lord so much. Um, just watching him and knowing him for years, you know, because he wasn't always saved either. And just seeing how his life changed mm-hmm. and how, you know, like the, the Lord told him to, you know, to, to move to, uh, to California, just like and, 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 and he did. It was just like, wow. And then I just saw how much like the Lord did from you know, did for him to move there. I was just like, man, you know, this is this is really, really the Lord. Just 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 watching him. Yeah. Anybody else in your life, like pastor, somebody like that. Oh, I yeah. My, oh, yeah. My uh, pastor, um, John, he is he's awesome. You know, I, just just watching his life and also just like how he teaches and then just seeing that, you know, he, he's not out for himself. He's only out for the Lord. I think. Yeah a big you know epidemic um in this generation is that everyone's building their own like kingdom and building their own like is building stuff that you know probably more than likely wasn't what the lord wanted but seeing someone just build building the lord's kingdom and and not their own just really like you know drew me to him yeah that's amazing i love it um anything you participate in like groups at church you know what i mean it's why you love working with those particular and you know within church we have smaller ministries that we work with anything that you do at church that you love yeah um well what what i was doing for a while for like a year and a half i was actually going to like these um centers for like the uh, the uh, homeless because you know i was homeless before Mm -hmm. and um i'd go to these centers and just like you know share 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 the you know share god with everyone but what was crazy is that it's kind of crazy because like they um split the sinners uh, up to to men and 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 women, right? So on some days I would do the men, and other days I would do the women. So when I did the uh, the women one time, I was like, I have no clue what I'm about to say. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I had no clue what I was about to say. But um, what I found is that they were like even more, they were even more like hungry for the Lord than you know the, than the men were because when I do the men, they were like prideful, like. You know, hey, I'm I'm a man. I'm gonna be all right. Um, I mean, one time I ministered there, and like the Lord came over me, and I I think I said, hey, if you guys are just tired of living this way, come to the altar, because you know, obviously, and like sometimes like you got to be hard. Like even the Lord sometimes will have you to be like, you know, like you know, a little like rough, you know, with people because right, right, right. people need it. Got right, people right. need it. You're, you're not always going to be the, you know, be the lamb. You got to be the uh, lion as well. Right, right. So I think I told him like, if you guys are tired of living, living this way, come to the altar because you know your guys' life choices, you know, you know, I haven't led you anywhere. And I was like, man, that was kind of, you know, rough. But the Lord's rough with people sometimes. Yeah. And like, there was so much breakthrough. This, this, this hardened guy. He was like, he was like, you can tell he was, you know, he was in the streets for a long time. Like yeah. he was, he was in tears. A lot, a lot of these guys were in tears, and I was just like, "Man, the Lord is really like, you know, um, touching people," and it was, it was powerful. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love it. Then before we get out of here, man, is there? I always give my any my guests a chance to just speak, you know, whatever they want to leave with our listeners, and, and whether it be a scripture or a thought, anything you want to leave with the listeners, and just you know, explain why. Um, I guess what I would say is just, you know. Um, know the Lord for yourself. I think at times, you know, we're in church where we're, you know, waiting for the uh, pastor to, you know, deliver some, you know, super word, which is great. At the same time, in in your time, you can, you know, you can read the, you know, read the word of God. You can 
worship, you could listen to music. I would say cultivate your own relationship with the Lord because we are in the, um, you know, um, the um, New Testament to where we have we have access to him to be able to know him for ourselves, know his voice for ourselves, know when, he, when he's actually speaking, know, know when he's not speaking. So that's one of the biggest things I would leave with the audience is that know the Lord for yourself. I love it, man. I'm so glad that you stopped by. I love that part. That'll make me want to preach. Know the Lord. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a whole message right there you can preach on. Uh, but uh, I'm so glad that you decided to stop by. And I really appreciate you just stopping by and like sharing your testimony with us. And to next time, we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. <laughs>